When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This is Optimal Living Daily, episode 816, The Einstein Principle. Accomplish more by doing less. By Cal Newport of calnewport.com. And I'm Justin Mollick. This is the podcast where I act as a personal narrator for you for free, usually from blogs, but sometimes from books. And a happy birthday to my really good friend and business partner, Lee. He used to host Optimal Business Daily with me, but we handed that show over to Dan. But anyway, he's here visiting, which is amazing. So maybe I get to see him on his actual birthday. Maybe not. Jocelyn might keep him for herself. But in either case, a happy birthday to him. So today's author, Cal Newport, has a blog that he calls Study Hacks. He's an assistant professor, but I think it's great for everyone. So with that, let's hear his post as we optimize your life. The Einstein Principle, Accomplish More by Doing Less by Cal Newport of calnewport.com. Einstein's Push. Between the years of 1912 to 1915, Albert Einstein was a focused man. His previous work on the special theory of relativity and the quantization of light, among other topics, was starting to gain notice. Einstein left the Swiss patent office and after hopping from professorships in Germany and Prague, ended up in 1912 at Switzerland's ETH Institute. Once there, he met mathematician Marcel Grossman and became convinced that if he applied the new non-Euclidean math studied by Grossman to his own work on relativity, he could generalize the theory to account for gravity. This advance would be huge, nothing short of overturning the single most famous law in the history of science. Einstein set to work. Between 1912 to 1915, he became increasingly obsessed in his push to formalize general relativity. As revealed by several sources, including his recently released letters, he worked so hard that his marriage became strained and his hair turned white from the stress. But he got it done. In 1915, he published his full theory. It stands as one of the greatest scientific accomplishments, if not the single greatest, of the 20th century. The Einstein Principle Einstein's push for general relativity highlights an important reality about accomplishment. We are most productive when we focus on a very small number of projects on which we can devote a large amount of attention. Achievements worth achieving require hard work. There is no shortcut here. Be it starting up a new college club or starting a new business, eventually, effort sustained over a long amount of time is required. In a perfect world, we would all be Einsteins. We would each have only one or at most two projects in the three major spheres of our lives, professional, extracurricular, and personal. And we would be allowed to focus on this specialized set in exclusion as we push the projects to impressive conclusions. 
but this doesn't happen. In search of your own theory of relativity. Our problem is that we don't know in advance which project might turn out to be our theory of relativity and which are duds. Because of this, most ambitious people I know, myself included, follow a different strategy. We sow lots of project seeds. We email a lot of people, join a lot of clubs, commit to a lot of minor projects, set up lots of meetings, constantly send out feelers to friends and connections regarding our latest brainstorm. We don't know which seed will ultimately take root and grow, so by planting many, we expose ourselves to enough randomness over time to maximize our chance of a big deal, interesting, life-changing success eventually happening. These numerous seeds, however, have a tendency to transform into weeds. While some of them clearly grow into pursuits worth continuing and others die off quickly, many instead exist in a shadowy in-between state where they demand our time but offer little promise of reward in the end. These weed projects violate the Einstein principle. We can no longer focus on a small number of important projects, but find ourselves instead rushing between an increasingly overwhelming slate full of a variety of obligations. This time fracture can prevent real accomplishment. Imagine if Einstein maintained a blog, wrote a book, joined a bunch of clubs at ETH, and tried to master rowing at the same time he was working on general relativity we'd still be living in the age of Newton. The productivity purge. Most of us will never fully satisfy the Einstein principle. It's too risky. If you invest fully in one thing and then it fails, you're left empty. More importantly, it can be boring. Life requires zigs and zags. There is, however, a simple strategy for coming as close as possible to satisfying the principle without giving up a quest for the unexpected next big thing. It's called the productivity purge, and it works as follows. Number one, when it feels like your schedule is becoming too overwhelmed, take out a sheet of paper and label it with three columns, professional, extracurricular, and personal. Under professional, list all the major projects that you are currently working on in your professional life. If you're a student, then this means classes and research. If you have a job, then this means your job, etc. Under extracurricular, Do the same for your side projects, your band, your blog, your plan to write a book. And under personal, do the same for personal self-improvement projects from fitness to reading more books. Number two, under each list, try to select one or two projects which at this point in your life are the most important and seem like they would yield the greatest returns. Put a star by these projects. Number three, next, Identify the projects that you could stop working on right away with no serious consequences. Cross these out. Number four, finally, for the projects that are left unmarked, come up with a one to three week plan for finalizing and dispatching them. Many of these will be projects for which you owe someone something before you can stop working on them. Come up with a crunch plan for the near future for shutting these down as quick as possible. Number five, Once you've completed your crunch plan, you'll be left with only a small number of important projects. In essence, you have purged your schedule of all but a few contenders to be your next theory of relativity. Here's the important part. Try to go at least one month without starting any new projects. Resist at all costs committing to anything during this month. Instead, just focus with an Einsteinian intensity on your select list. The productivity purge is a necessary piece of project gardening. By doing these regularly, you keep yourself focused on what's important. You get at least one month after every purge in which serious work gets done on a small number of projects. 
It's during these focused months when the Einstein principle comes into play that you'll end up making the progress on those activities that might end up becoming life-changing. Case study, my most recent purge. As I write this, I'm in the second week of a two-week purge. After a busy summer of traveling and wildly sowing project seeds, I've been looking forward for a long time for a focused month spanning mid-October to Thanksgiving, during which the Einstein principle can be in full effect. Here's how the purge is taking shape. In my professional life, I'm clearing some lingering research projects off my plate. This includes, among other things, finishing some revision on papers under submission and finalizing some proofs for some close to being finished new work. My crunch plan has me pushing to finish these lingerers with a rabid intensity. My focus for this upcoming period is on two research projects that I think hold great promise. I look forward to spending 90% of my academic time racking my brain on these pursuits, which I think will shape the direction of my first year or two after graduation. Bring it on. In my extracurricular life, I'm finishing up the final articles in a long series of those I owe various editors through various pitches conducted over the summer. With this slate cleared, I can spend my focus period on exactly two things. The first, producing quality, user-tested content for this blog. The second, finally completing the preliminary research for my second book idea. I need to either officially abandon it or get my agent's blessing and start work on the proposal. In my personal life, I'm turning my focus back to some lifestyle improvement issues that have fallen fallow recently. It's time to throw out clothing I bought before college. I'm also planning to push into overdrive the variety of interesting things I do each week. I have a long list of other projects I would love to tackle, but they can wait. In conclusion, if the Einstein principle holds come Thanksgiving, I should have a fully developed new book idea, a much expanded readership of this blog, interesting new academic research results, and a mind overstuffed with new experiences and ideas. I'm looking forward to it. How would your life change if you were to plan a productivity purge today? You just listened to the post titled The Einstein Principle, Accomplish More by Doing Less by Cal Newport of calnewport.com. And just a quick note before we go, I've had a good amount of sponsors lately in promotional material. I took a break for the last couple of days, but it'll likely continue in the future. That plays a huge role in keeping this podcast running. But if you didn't know, you can actually get ad and promo free versions of this podcast by becoming a monthly patron for the show. That just starts at $2 a month. I think that's like seven cents per episode. You can contribute more to get handwritten cards from me and more, but to remove the ads, the promotional content and ending music, it's just $2 a month. You can do that and learn more at oldpodcast.com help. It's Lee's birthday and he sees when we get new patrons, so today would be an awesome day to do it. I'm sure it'd make his birthday that much better. Again, that's oldpodcast.com help. All right, that's enough for today. Have a great rest of your day and I'll see you tomorrow where your optimal life awaits. Hey, this is Dan from the Optimal Finance Daily Podcast, which is a lot like this show, except more focused on personal finance. Justin handpicks the best posts he can find from blogs and authors like Ramit Sethi, Mr. Money Mustache, and more, and I read them to you five days a week. So if you enjoy this podcast, come on over and subscribe to Optimal Finance Daily too. And together, will optimize your financial life. 
You've been listening to Optimal Living Daily. Be sure to hit the subscribe button to stay up to date on each new episode and head to oldpodcast.com. That's oldpodcast.com for a free gift as well as more actionable tips and resources to help you maximize your potential. Thanks for joining us. And remember, your optimal life awaits. Oh,